0: Welcome back to it's me, Frankie B. Currently sitting here with my boy Kobe and the Doggos.
1: How we doing tonight, sir? Can't complain, brother. Can't complain.
0: Yeah, yeah. Heard, uh, heard he almost had to be shipped out to North Carolina again tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, we. I, I almost had to go on a last minute work trip uh, today to fly out tonight, but uh, luckily, yeah, it didn't. Shot it, that down. Did, well, it, it, the supplier came through, so. Well, uh, I'm sure I'll be back out there shortly, a week or two, but, yeah, would rather be here, to be honest, than on a plane. Yeah, I was, I joked with you, I was like, I'll just call you from the plane. <laughs> can Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can, can you hear me now?
0: Fans, I know you're all listening, just please, uh, the, the loud, like, white noise in the background.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, please ignore <laughs>
1: And don't don't mind me just talking about random shit on, yep. a, on a computer. You know, no big deal. Yeah. They're
0: gonna be sitting there thinking you're psycho on the plane, just like <laughs> talking, talking myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um. But yeah. So you couldn't go, and then you're probably gonna go next week. Yeah. You said it's probably because, well, just in general, you're going to
1: Chicago this weekend. Yeah, bro. Let me tell you about the lineup of this weekend. Hmm. I don't I, I'm hoping that my body can take it and <laughs> I'm not gonna just like keel over and die because you know back back in my younger days, you know actually in college, uh, sleep was a very uh, minimal thing right And you know I could rally. Um, I'm, I'm 29. I, I still, I still get I still got it. yeah, but uh, listen to this. So we're going to uh, Laura and I are going to a, a chicks in the office. Uh, live show, which is right. a Barstool podcast, for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, pop culture podcast, so Laura listens to it pretty much every episode. I dabble, I listen to like, their Bachelor stuff, I follow them on like Twitter and Instagram. Um, but anyways, the show's at like, I want to say 7.30 Chicago, so 7.30 Central. So we have to like book it there. Um... This is Friday. Friday night, yeah. yeah. So, it'll probably go like two hours or so, I'd imagine. Cody and Joe Ma are also going to the show. Okay. Um, and they... So, I guess this a big thing about this show is they usually do an after party. Yeah. Um, and it has... They've said that their after party is going to be at the Barstool Bar. Oh, cool. In Chicago. Yeah, yeah, uh, In River North. Yeah. Um which is cool. And, you know, I was I think, you know, Laura and I were kind of planning on going before this these plans kind of materialized just because, you know, we knew they'd be there and uh it'd be fun to kind of see him out almost like in the wild. And uh you know, get some drinks whatever. I mean, we're in Chicago, might as well do yeah, something. might and, as well. And Ed's going to meet up with us too after the show. Who's Ed? Uh yeah, that one guy who used to be on this podcast with us? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't yeah. see him much anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hmm. Um so anyways, uh, you know, Cody went ahead and booked us a table at this bar. Cool. Which I was talking to a coworker and apparently that's like kind of a thing in general in Chicago. I have never ran into it. Obviously I've only been to Chicago, you know, a handful of times and gone to bars and whatever. But I guess he ran into this issue where like they were trying to get into a bar in like Lincoln Park area. Right. And they're like, hey, you know, they're talking to the bouncer, hey, you know, like, can, can we get in, blah, 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 I guess there's a line or something. And the guy looks at him and said, yeah, it's standing room only, you have to reserve a table. Mm. So anyways, uh, we have this table at, at the Barstool Bar. Um, it's I really think it's just like a dinner reservation. Like, there's no right. table, it's like, not like bottle service. Yeah, it's not like, it's, you're literally not like just got a minimum. Gotta, gotta seat. Yeah, you just, get, you just get a seat and a table. So that's nice. So that'll be good to know that we'll actually be able to get in. Mm-hmm. You know we're on, we're on a list, right? You're on a list. <laughs> we're on a list. We're on a list. I, but
0: there, you're not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on a list. Yeah, but you're wearing shorts.
1: <laughs> there is a dress code. Okay, it's which,
0: good to know a dress code before you go out, isn't it?
1: It sure is. It's really crazy. Which the dress code is kind of dumb because it's a bar. St- it's barstools bar, right? Yeah. Which to me. That means it's probably like a sports bar type, mm-hmm. you know, hangout. I, I don't know. I've never been. But that's what I would think of. And the two things on there that I noticed were no jerseys, which <laughs> I, I've seen that yeah. in Indy. Yeah. At Brothers. In Brock yeah, Bowl. no
0: jerseys.
1: Yeah, no drawstring. And uh, no hats. And I'm a big hat guy. Me too. And that's kind of a bummer.
0: I don't get the no hats thing.
1: Yeah, I, I can see I so I get that if it's like a nice like nightclub or like a nice, you know, up maybe like uppity bar. I don't know. I, I, I get that they want their people, their their patrons to look like put together, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Yep. I can rock the shit out of a hat. Actually, I look better in a hat. So anyways, uh so we have that reservation at ten fifteen, right? Yep. After the show. Yep. Well, the next day, so we're staying at Ed's apartment, which is like pretty close to, to the bar. It's
0: this is the first time seeing
1: Ed's Yes, apartment. yes, I'm very excited. It I'm, is gorgeous. I'm really excited yeah. to see it, um, and, and Ed, I guess, but mostly his apartment. Um. <laughs> it's, it's a stunt. It's, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we're staying there, and then we've got to wake up and um, go to the IU-Illinois game. Illinois which right for anybody anybody who doesn't know Illinois plays in Champagne Champagne is like a a two-and-a-half hour drive outside the city
0: oh damn I I was thinking it's like an hour but yeah yeah that makes sense because
1: Batavia 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 Batavia, sure
0: 45 minutes to an hour yeah ending Champagne's
1: like in the middle of Illinois yeah Um. So like that's that that's fine. That's not a big deal. Like when I when I originally got these tickets for both the show and the football game, it just ha- so happened to work out that way. But when I originally got the tickets, I'm like, "Okay, well, we can go to the IU game the next day. Really, we're going like south and then east home after the game?" Yeah. And it's not that long much longer of a drive. Are you winning that? We'll get into that. Okay. Um <laughs> So, like, realistically, the time in the car is about the same. Right. Because Champagne is, like, an hour from Terre Haute.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. Realistically, Champagne's not very far away from us. No. No. Anyways. So, uh, that was great. Um, And then they announced the game time. Noon. Well, it's 11 a.m. Central time. Oh. So. I didn't even think about that. So I'm about to be piecing out of Ed's apartment at like 8 a.m., Yeah, probably 7.30, so we can grab some breakfast on the way or something at a Mickey D's. Pause. Sorry, Kobe. Apparently, my dad had to call me to tell me Chris Stapleton's
0: performance on the CMAs is, is outstanding. He said, your dad's, your mom's not home right now. She's out with your sister at dinner, so uh, I just cranked that shit up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so, so anyways, yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. So, uh, kick is at eleven. Uh, two and a half hour drive. So that now we're talking eight thirty. If we get th- if we like roll into Champagne at eleven. So really, I'd want to leave it like eight. We'll probably leave it like seven thirty. Roll through McDonald's, grab some breakfast. Um, so that's that that's that's like a seven am wake up call yeah and we probably won't be back at ed's till god knows when
0: well be, you guys will be back by 10 you'll be back by 10 you'll be back from the bars um after
1: 10 frank our reservation is at 10 I 15 i That's, know yeah. i know i'm with you there's a bit but there fuck. ed will appreciate it but fuck <laughs> anyways so and then um i couldn't find anywhere to stay in champagne for any reasonable price yeah, like five hundred dollars plus for a night for one night. And so then we've got to make the trek home, which I, I was telling, hour 30, hour 45. Yeah, it's not bad. I was I was telling Laura, I'm like. uh, I, The perfect game time would have been three thirty. Yeah, because then you can like we can get some sleep. We're not driving like super late in the night. We'll get home at a decent time. But like noon, it's like, fuck, man. So I don't know. We, we might hang around their campus a little bit and like see if there's any like fun bars or grab yep. lunch or dinner or something. But uh, <clears throat> and then we're going to the IU game Sunday. So
0: the IU basketball, basketball game. Yeah. Basketball,
1: yeah. Yep. So it is a uh,
0: because it is basketball it season.
1: Sure as shit is, man. I couldn't have come soon enough.
0: Um, but no, that's a that's one hell of a weekend yeah. lineup for you. So yeah. <laughs> Can you count how many beers you drink this weekend? I just want to know. Well, dude... Like,
1: he... bring a Sharpie and tally your belly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's fucking expensive to drink in Chicago. That's why you're beering it. it it's still, it's still expensive, expensive to drink a fucking beer at a Chicago bar. I oh, mean,
0: bro. when fuck, we So, man. Alan, Chase, me, and Ed... We're rotating on buying drinks. Yeah. For two nights. Yeah. And I spent more in two days in Chicago between food and drinks with them than I did almost the entire trip in France. Yeah, bro. Now, granted, we've got assets and stuff
1: over there yeah. to help. Yeah.
0: And so we weren't paying for, like, stay and all that. But, right.
1: But, like... Still. The still. I was like, holy fuck. I mean a Bud Light, a Bud Light at like a the average bar in Chicago, in my experience, is like eight dollars. Yeah. I, I, for for a bottle or yeah. a can. I mean
0: well, I'm pretty sure our boy, our boy Jordan bought twelve or eleven shots and it was like two hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. Outrageous. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I'm probably going to pack myself a little cooler, maybe try to get a little tailgating in before the IU game. The other thing is, like, I don't have a parking spot. Right. So, like, you got to just go find one. So, I've got to go pay cash somewhere to park, and which is fine, but it's I've never been on that campus, so I really don't have any idea where the fuck I'm going. Right. Or what's a good deal, or how far away. Like, when I bought the football tickets, I could have gotten a parking pass for, like, I want to say thirty bucks, maybe. Yeah. But the lots that were open at that point were like way like I felt like I could have found something closer for the same price on really? game day. Yeah, I mean they weren't weren't close. Huh? It's not. It, it's right, is it going to be a packed house for Illinois? Well, I think that like season ticket holders. uh like those come with their tickets, probably. Yeah, that's kind of like how IU football works.
0: Yeah, I mean it makes sense. You get yeah. get those, and then it kind of weeds out from there, and kind of yeah. grows.
1: But yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be a trip. Um, I guess uh, next week if if you hear me on the pod, I survived. Yep. Um,
0: if not, I'm gonna have to find a, a new co-host. <laughs> um, speaking of of uh you being the co-host. Yes, sir. Is Haley going to hook us up with a new new logo or should we just take like a bomb ass pic sometime and then have that as our logo? I feel like that's what we need to do is just do a bomb ass pic. I'll probably see her around Thanksgiving. Yeah. and I'll blow her shit. Yeah. Um basically Cause like I could use the same editing format that I did for the photo, yeah, and then just make it of us two, yeah. So maybe like the next time we're at your parents' place or something, we got a fucking cigarette <laughs> and we got a and we got a little booze in our hand. Do like a fucking bomb ass pic. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. All so right. maybe that's what we do. Yeah. Um. But yeah i I've had a couple weekends like that <laughs> where you're just and then. Then you got to go back to fucking work. Yes. And then you're just kind of like, where'd the fucking weekend go? Like, it was a fun yeah, weekend, but yeah. you're just like, gosh,
1: damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, like, luckily on Friday, I can kind of, like, chill and hydrate <laughs> during the day. Yeah. Um, and it is actually lucky I don't work Fridays because I wouldn't – we wouldn't be able to get to that show. Mm-hmm. Like, because we went to the IU basketball game on uh, yeah, Tuesday, yesterday. We're recording on Wednesday. Uh and it was a struggle like i had i left like 30 minutes early and we still like missed tip by about a minute really 6:30 game and typically i get off at 5 i left work at 4:30 we got in the car we probably left our, our place by like 5:10 but we yeah. also had to stop for food cuz right dinner yeah and if you're buying concession
0: food at a place like that <sighs> You know, it's not
1: super expensive, it's, but it's not it's not really cheap. It's not really the price that gets me there. It's I hate eating in my seat mm. cuz they're like not big seats, so I feel like I'm like eating in people's space. Yeah. And also like I feel like assembly hall might be a little outdated on their food choices. Yeah. I mean, nothing beats a a fucking foot long dog from assembly. I mean, those things are delicious. You'll you'll be hurting a little yep. bit but man they're they're good but i i just didn't want to eat there and it's just kind of a hassle and you gotta wait in all kinds of fucking lines because everybody's trying to do that because it's six thirty 30 tip and yep everybody's like oh let's just get like a pizza at the game or whatever i'm like ah so we stopped at mcdonald's and i still hated my life but that's oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure yeah
0: yeah you still you still have that situation yeah yeah um but it's the only thing on the way really true it's it's right there on the road kind of yeah. so it's like yeah. what do you choose yeah. in that situation yep um, do you have a did you have a parking pass yeah okay so I've been to a game with at, at assembly when I didn't have a parking pass and it's miserable yeah that's not fun and my old company uh the CEO is big in IU. Yeah. Like one of those kind of like silent investors, or not investors, uh silent boosters, yada yada yada. And he always had season tickets, which you saw where we sat a couple times, like yeah, courtside either on the court or three rows up on the bleachers, still on the court pretty much. Yeah. Um, and every time you'd have like a front row parking spot on the side, yep. And you could literally leave ASAP too. So super clutch, and then they gave us, like, their extra tickets once. Yeah. And they're in the, like, gen pop, if you want to call that, like, the non. (laughs) With
1: (laughs) all the peasants.
0: Well, because (laughs) the the, the tickets also have, like, that Champions Hall pregame food hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, legit, like, you are VIP. Yeah. And then you go up outside of the bleachers floor area, and then you're... You know, come in with the normal people, <laughs> and so all the fucking peasants. Yeah, and I'm like sitting there, like, I don't give a fuck either <laughs> way. That assembly hall's got a great, uh, uh, great atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but you don't get a parking pass when you get those tickets. That's and fun. we parked like forever
1: away. It felt oh, like I'm sure.
0: Oh, because it was like against someone big too, Michigan State.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I Michigan don't. State. I don't even. I don't. I don't even know where to park for a bath. I've never had to drive to. bathroom park. somewhere we parked in the grass um
0: like basically across the road from the football stadium
1: i know what you're talking about yeah yeah so like still a hike yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and then another time another time we parked in the in like the opposite side of this football stadium parking lot Mm -hmm. to walk all the way around so just kind of sucks when you don't have a parking pass um but, yeah, it's been a, one hell of a week for us because time change, you know, time zone change. I bet
1: that really fucked with Coop yeah. and
0: fucked with your dogs. Yeah, and then, yeah, because little shit over here, Rocky, he's a timer. Yep. When he wants to eat, he wants to eat even though he doesn't get fed till 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It'll be 4 o'clock and he's like, hey, I'm ready. Yep. So, of course... He was at three yep. now. Yep. Like, hey, I'm ready. Yep. Um, so he was annoying for two hours. Yep. But then Coop is also teething really bad right now. Mm. So he's already fussy. And then we started a new daycare this week. Oh. And so, like, of course, breaking uh, Juju's mama heart over there. She's like, <laughs> I've heard he's not eating a lot at daycare and he's not napping as much and... He's, they said he's having a tough time I'm like yeah they did say he's having a tough time because it's his first day in a new environment yeah like I he's gonna get through it they even said in there because I was like I wish we could have like for the first week brought him every day because he only goes three days a week yeah and just make him get acclimated in the first week yeah um, but since he only goes three days it's probably gonna take him a couple weeks yeah it did the last daycare he went to yep um, so it's just one of those things where we're kind of navigating the fun parenting life yeah um, but one positive out of this is he's been kind of needy in a cute way. Like, he wants dad when I get home. And, like, it's a it's not a hold me. It's just like a – because he's, he's to the age now where he's, like, starting to kind of walk. Yeah. So he's just, like, kind of stumbling <laughs> over to you and then just, like, grabbing onto you. It's like, this is fun. He's not, like, blob stage, you know. Yeah. But – Yeah. No, so it's it's been an interesting week because like work's that. still stressful and yeah. short staffed. So – Part of life, though. We roll with it and move on. That's all you can do. So, um, I kind of touched on it last week a little bit. We're going to get into some basketball talk tonight since the season is starting. And also kind of get into some wrap-up on the football. Um, Kind of a mid-to-late season update on how we're feeling. Mm. Um, So, I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Mikey Williams, I touched on him last week. I read up on it a little more about his situation. Um, And so he had a Puma deal in high school for shoes. Right. They were interviewing him last year and he said, I'm trying to be worth a billion dollars by the time I'm 25. So he had same dude. High dreams. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, um, obviously that's changing now because it's interesting. Everywhere is still saying he's part of the Memphis basketball roster, which is where he's supposed to be playing right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I get that they said, you're not on the team technically right now, but once you get cleared of all charges, yeah, then you can, you know, you'll be on the team. Yeah. He's not going to clear these charges, I don't think. Mm. Because they tacked on three more felony charges, and he's now facing anywhere from 30 to 60 years in prison. Fuck.
1: Hard so, pass on that one.
0: Yeah, if he's, if he's found guilty, he's done for life yeah. obviously and and he will legit be that stereotypical i could have gone to the league <laughs> yeah. guy yeah. in
1: jail yeah but
0: like legit yeah yeah he would have gone to the league
1: yeah <laughs> like, he's about to run that wreck basketball oh team, my bro. gosh he's gonna be in prison that jail team just slamming on people <laughs> um
0: <laughs> but yeah he's he's now up to nine felony charges total oh, fuck um penalty of up to 30 years if convicted, and he fired, um, the thing I think that threw everything off was, yes, these people came into his house Mm -hmm. and he was not happy about that and asking for autographs. And I'm sure they didn't leave right away until he threatened them. Yeah. But then once he threatened them, he just called the cops. Just call the cops and say like, hey, these three people trespassed. Um, and then don't fucking run out your house in California and shoot at their car <laughs> Not unload great. a clip at their car and then obviously they call the cops yeah, and then the cops don't really give a fuck that they trespass now yeah they just give a fuck that he tried to you know shoot them yeah and and it's like if he was smart, he would have signed the autographs, you know, yeah. Try to keep calm because of the awkward situation of random three teenagers walking in your house. Yeah. Um, try to keep calm, play it cool, get their names, introduce yeah, them,
1: yeah, sign the autographs, get their get call their the Snapchat popo. handles, yeah. get the Twitter handles, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's a it's a fucked up situation to, all the To
1: to play a little bit of devil's advocate, I mean, it's really easy for you and I to sit here and say correct, one hundred percent correct. I mean, I. I can't even imagine signing one autograph at, like, a fucking public space. Right. Let alone someone walk up in my house and, like, just think that they can do that and ask. I mean, it it's, it's, it's hard to put yourselves in those shoes. Now, I don't think I would have shot a gun at them, but. Right. I mean, that's just not me. But, I mean, I probably, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done because I've never even thought about that situation, never even been close to being put in that situation. So, I don't know. I see what you're saying. I mean, hindsight's twenty I'm sure he wishes he right. did that. <laughs> yeah,
0: and and the thing is, um, it says, April 13th, this all happened. Allegedly angry that the visitors unexpectedly showed up at his house and Williams un- or allegedly threatened to shoot them. Then he allegedly fired a gun and damaged their um, rear windshield and trunk. Mm-hmm. All six occupants. So it wasn't three. It was six oxy- occupants.
1: Yeah, see, see that's, 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 that's a little yeah. bit more threatening.
0: And, and the thing is, in this article, it doesn't say they're teens, but I read somewhere else that it was teens because I'm like, I could 100% like if it was like 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds, yeah. I'd be like, oh. Okay. Okay. That's a little different. But like if they were his age, 18, 19 yeah. doing that, or like grown ass men. Yeah, dude. That would fuck me up. Yeah. Because yeah, if people randomly walked in my house here yeah. and like yeah. six dudes yeah. and or people in general and yeah. then just walked in like, "Hey, can I have your autograph?" I'd be like, "What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Who
1: are you? What right. are you doing?"
0: But yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to say. And and obviously reading that, it's one of those things where yeah, if you if he was able to keep the situation calm and not lose his mind, that would have been the best situation to silently get their – not silently, but, like, sneakily get their names. Yeah. And then call the cops. Yep. But in that situation, knowing that now it's six –
1: Six, dudes That's kind of – Walking up in your house. I mean, six on one, you're not winning that. No. If if shit goes sideways here. I mean, I don't know. People are crazy, dude. I mean, you never know, like – first of all these people are uh crazy enough entitled enough whatever whatever word you want to use to walk up into a stranger's house and think that that's okay to get an autograph yeah like because that in itself would is is scary yeah
0: well (laughs) and, and also like if he signs and then those kids think it's okay or they're filming yeah. it on TikTok. And then how then many more people are going to come yeah, to his house? That or – and then, like, those same people are going to make it a meme to, like, walk up to, like, LeBron's house. Yeah. Or walk up to, like, I don't know. Yeah. Meta World Peace's house.
1: <laughs> 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 See how that goes. <laughs>
0: He'll be charging you through the stands. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Throwing haymakers. Yeah.
0: But – it's it's one of those things where it's just a sticky situation. I guess they tried to claim self defense, and allegedly the judge like laughed at him for that. Mm-hmm. Which I think if he didn't shoot at their car driving away and shot at them yeah. at his house, yeah. that might have been a little bit because then he could be like, you know, they were trying, they were aggressively forcing me to try to sign stuff. Yeah. they were, you you know, whatever it was. But now that it's like hey, if there's only damage to the back of the car, it's kind of obvious kind of thing.
1: Well, and he could probably get away with that in Texas. Yeah. California is probably the, the, the last place you'd be yeah, able to get away there's, with there's that. There's
0: no stand-your-ground law in, in Cali for that. Nope. Um, so, yeah, we're not sadly not going to see Mikey Williams play for Memphis this year. Um, and kind of getting into some commits that randomly popped up for Purdue, for IU, and then Cooper Flag. I I – didn't know of this guy really until last year mm-hmm. and now they're saying he is the most hyped recruit in Duke history outside of Zion. Yep. And so I'm I'm I need to watch more on this guy. Have you seen much of him?
1: No, I don't so Six 69 dude. To be really transparent, I don't put a ton of stock in high school recruits. Yep. Yeah. Um obviously that I feel like there's probably I don't know. Maybe like five out of the top 10 every year actually like kind of pan out. Right. Into like an NBA player. Um, and I was looking at, I was looking at, uh, kind of IU specifically, their history of, uh, I think it was top 10 recruits like mm-hmm. nationally. And the list was very impressive. Yep. I mean, it was like Eric Gordon and, uh, uh, was it depot? No. no. Oladipo depot was like a three star dude. Really? Oladipo Depot was I couldn't remember a nobody. if nobody
0: see that's where I kind of felt like he was either nothing yeah. or like highly recruited. He I was couldn't a remember. Nobody. Okay. So
1: the list was like uh Damon Bailey. I don't I don't think so. Really? A knight night never got top guys.
0: Huh. He
1: he. Was maybe not
0: a... maybe Damon's just a folklore guy here in Indiana because he was a Bedford guy. Yeah. So I hear his name all the time.
1: Yeah, and he, I mean he didn't really have an MBA. No, career. that's true. Uh, that's I true. think Isaiah Thomas might have been on that list. Yeah.
0: Um, have you ever heard the Bob Knight story about Isaiah Thomas? Uh, which one? His recruiting story at his house. So I'm probably maybe. I'm probably gonna butcher this story a little bit because it's been a while since I rem- I've heard it, but. Isaiah was not a fan of Indiana Mm. and the the idea of Indiana in general Mm. um, as a state. And so, back then, probably not. Probably not. um, Probably fair. Yeah. And so, Bob Knight shows up at his house and he's talking to Isaiah, his brother, and his mom. Yeah. And his mom's like, you know, what about the schooling? What about this, this, and this? And then, like, Isaiah's over there, like, man, looking at his brother, like, we got, like, big time, cool schools like Cali and stuff out there. Yeah. I'm not going to f- Indiana. <laughs> yeah. And so then um, his mom brings up the KKK yep. in Martinsville. She yep. goes, that's just down the road. Mm-hmm. Like my son's black. Yeah. Like, how does, how's this going to happen? Yeah. And Bob goes, your son plays well and wins here. The KKK will protect him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And of course he was saying it as a joke, Knowing how Bob was. Yeah. And Isaiah's brother did not like that. <laughs> and was like, what the hell's wrong with you? He's like, man, I'm about to swing on you right here. He said something like that. And Bob's like, let's take it in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he's like, and Bob looked like he was legit ready to fight. I my brother was on a recruiting visit. Yeah. <laughs> and probably was. Probably was. <laughs> and so then uh, Isaiah's like, yeah, so this is obviously a no. And then he goes, he looks over his mom. And his mom's just grinning and nodding <laughs> her head. He goes, Damn, I'm about to go to Indiana. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a hell of a story. And I know I'm probably butchering some detail in that. But, I think you're pretty much right. Yeah, I, I, I I have heard that story. It's
1: pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, I, I so I don't I don't put a ton of stock in high school rankings. I think that um you can be a highly touted recruit. And you can go to a team where you don't fit. Yeah. And that can hamper your success in college at the very least. But, uh, I mean, for example, one of the players on that list that I was looking at was Romeo Langford, And Old Boy did yeah. not pan out. And, but he was like one of, like one of 10 people. I mean, Cody Zeller was on that list. Um, I, a lot of very successful right. IU players and NBA players. Yeah. Um, so,
0: And Chase, I know you probably don't listen to this, but fuck <laughs> you for that stupid-ass bet. For people <laughs> that don't know, I called Romeo Lankford. I was like, he's going to be a fucking bust. He's not ready to go to the league. He needs more time like, in college, grow a little, mature a little, and then kind of go from there and instead he goes freshman year which makes sense the money was talking and he 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 went Also,
1: he i'm pretty sure
0: he was top 10 wasn't he i'm also pretty sure he reclassified maybe i i'll look it up yeah but he he went high in the draft got his signing bonus and the bet was because everyone thought it was ridiculous i said he will not be
1: he will be 14th pick
0: Yeah, 14th pick. So, it was like, he will not be on an NBA roster by this time next year. He will be in the G League. And I shit you not, folks. He was called up from the G League the week before the bet was supposed to finish because Chase saved the date. And the thing is, he was called up. Because they had like five injuries on their fucking roster at shooting garden or garden general. And so they had to bring him up. And then he literally played for like five games for him. And then went back down. <laughs> but because the bet hit when he was on the roster, <laughs> and I'm like, see, that's there should have been some guidelines because that's fucking horse shit. He got that's like calling up a practice squad player for a game and then putting him back down and be like, whoa. That's where the bet is. Yeah, yeah.
1: He didn't reclassify, but I don't know, man. Like he was Indiana Mister Basketball. He was an all, uh, McDonald's oh, sure. All-American. Yeah. Now he, I mean, I don't know. I he's he's on the Spurs. or was on the Spurs last year. Yeah, he was with uh,
0: about said the Red Sox. He was
1: with the Celtics. Celtics, yeah.
0: And then Spurs. Um, yeah, and I mean, I used had some. Hell of top recruits. Interestingly, um, Purdue keeps breeding big men. So they've already had a couple seven footers in the past or six, ten to seven foot guys. And then they obviously got. Um, what is his name right now? Playing right now. Edie. Zach Good lord. can't want to say Aaron. Nope. Um, they've obviously got seven foot three or four Zach Edie right now. And then they just had a new commitment the other day um, who's a seven foot three dude. And it does look good on Purdue because it does look like they, they know how to play with big men. So, I'm interested to see how this plays out with Edie this year, then the new guy, and then apparently they've got another 7'2 guy coming in the year after that.
1: That's fine. Because Khalil Ware is about to fucking put him in his place. Oh, I'm sure. He's fucking fun, dude. Yeah. He is awesome and he is seven feet fucking tall
0: yeah and and the thing is (laughs) i'm i'm to the point where does it work to really have that big of guys where you have to play almost a half court defense because they're not running and gunning no because once you get to march madness these small ball teams yeah or not even
1: small ball teams these mid majors um and honestly not even there's there's teams like like I feel like, uh, like UNC is usually a pretty quick yeah, team. Yeah, that's true. Outside shooting team. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's it's a quick it's a quick pace for yeah. them because they tire you out. Yeah. While they're trying to put up a lot of points, mm-hmm. because, um, completely unrelated, <laughs> my uncle fishes with my cousin his his son. Yeah. All the time, and yep. he goes he out fishing me all the time. But I will cast once, and he will cast three times. Yeah. And we were watching him fish at his house one night, and it is cast real, real 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 cast real I mean yeah. doesn't stop so it's one of those kind of situations where more more cast more opportunities and I think a yeah. lot of these teams are more possessions speed yeah. up the game more yep. shots more opportunities to score and so you even look at like the Pac-12 and the Big 12 who have been, had recent success mm-hmm. and they're pretty quick they're they're they shoot well yep. they're fast teams they run and gun and so it's interesting to see how these big men are going to adjust or how the game the NBA's adjusted to having big men be able to shoot the three. Yep. But in college, these big men aren't running and gunning. Yeah, they might have no. a couple
1: possessions, but that's about it. Yeah. That's that's what made uh, Trace, I think, so successful in college is because he was not seven feet tall. No, he's six nine. He's, yeah, six nine ish. And but he got up and down the court. He was quick. He could uh, handle the ball yeah uh outside shooting was not really a thing um but that's why i'm partly excited for clue where he's shooting threes baby yeah. and he's making them mm. yeah it'll be an interesting basketball season i i think i think the big 10 will be pretty competitive um michigan state losing to yeah uh James Madison yeah. was an interesting bit. Um, um, Colorado
0: um, girls beating number one LSU was another one. Yeah. Now granted, Colorado girls are ranked 20th, but yeah. still it's the first time since like 94 that a number one's lost
1: first first game of the year. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm excited for basketball season. I think um, if you wanted to book this, if you wanted to bookmark this, yeah, I think IU will be... Top four in the Big Ten when all the dust is settled. Okay. They're not. I don't think they're gonna win a Big Ten championship either season or tournament. um, uh, Based on what I've seen so far, I think they'll make the tournament. I think they might win a couple games depending on matchups, depending on uh, how healthy we are. But I think I think we're gonna start the season off slow. I think we might drop a couple non-conference games, people we probably shouldn't lose to. Um, <clears throat> but I think we'll really get into the swing of things once Big Ten season starts.
0: Yeah, and, and I think Florida Gulf Coast, I didn't watch a ton of the They're game. They're not a bad team. No, and and they were kind of just building off the momentum of a lot of these teams that are not supposed to win – if you let them stay in the game, that's when they
1: shift the momentum
0: because they start to kind of believe.
1: Yeah. And then it yeah. gets dangerous. Well they have a phenomenal coach. Yeah. Pat Chambers. Yeah. Now. Ex Big Ten coach, so I kinda like to root against him, but yeah. uh he's a good coach. He's done well there. Uh they might win their conference. They might be we might see him in March. Yeah. I mean they, they can shoot the fucking lights out. I think they shot probably like 38 threes. Damn, and made I don't know fifteen of them. That's that's the biggest reason they stayed in the game. They couldn't do anything inside. We were taller than them. We kind of packed the the the. Uh, the yeah, box, they shot forty the percent from three. Yeah, how many yeah. did they take? Thirty-four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, they they I'm pretty sure they they made more threes than IU attempted. If they didn't, it was pretty damn close. It was a tie. Yeah. 13. (laughs) Yeah.
0: 13.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they're a good team. I think uh, the the hard part about IU basketball this season, and I haven't really witnessed a season quite like this, is that we have such, like, a hodgepodge of players that have never played with each other. It's not even just – like, you could say that about, like, you know, a Kentucky team with, you know, five – you know, five-star freshmen or whatever. But, I mean, at least they're freshmen. They're not used to other college basketball teams. They're five-stars, so they're probably good. But, like, we've got transfers from all over the place. We've got freshmen. We've got uh, two super seniors. It, it's like yeah. which one of the super seniors was a transfer, like years yeah, ago, and, but and it's,
0: and it's one of those things of having a newer coach because mm-hmm. he's still in that first like five years, just right? third third season. Yeah, third season. Yeah. So it's one of those things where when these coaches, like Texas football coaches, I mean, they went through like two or three in five years. Yeah, and it's like you got to give these guys time to figure out who they can bring in, like contain the hype do some successful things, but bring in their their recruits and kind of build their type of
1: program. Well, you can almost argue that this might be Woodson's first true team. Yeah. I mean, hell, we've got X and Trey Galloway who are going to put in meaningful minutes that Mm -hmm. have been there for a few years who he didn't necessarily recruit. I mean, he recruited them to stay, kind of, technically. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the rest of the players, for the most part, anybody who's going to see meaningful minutes – they're transfers or freshmen. Right. So, like, he recruited those guys. So, this might be like a half step towards him having his own true, like, his own guys. It's kind of the way I see it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's quite fair. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to be an interesting year. I think, yes. I think Michigan State's going to bounce back, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're going to probably finish, I would say, top three. Yeah in conference unless something crazy happens and they're not actually worth the hype. Um, I think Purdue is obviously going to be up there. I think
1: Purdue will probably win the Big Ten. Yeah. Just because they play Big Ten ball and they play it well. Yeah. Big Big Ten's got to change. They've got to adjust. I don't think there nope. our style of play translates to the I'm, tournament.
0: I'm interested to see once UCLA, USC, and these Pac-12 teams come over. Yeah. How they last a whole season, mm-hmm. even if they've got like good recruits, and how they play the game. Yeah. Um. So it's gonna be interesting, and and I'm also kind of intrigued with how this season's gonna play out because the blue bloods are kind of are back for the most part with two two to three of them. You know, North Carolina, Kansas, Duke are kind of all still top ranked. Um, North Carolina is at 19, so they're kind of scratching back but kansas one dukes two three purdue and then four is michigan state right now which is obviously going to change yeah, so i'm i'm interested to see how this goes uh way too early final four is going to be i'm going to say kansas is going to be in there uh i'm gonna throw one in there
1: yukon I think they're returning a lot from last year. They're the most successful college basketball team in the past like fifteen years. Oh, for sure, it's insane. Um,
0: at number six right now they're sitting, and then after that I'm gonna leave it open. I'm a, I'm gonna say no. Pick oh, pick fuck. four. You wanted to do this. I know, pick four. I know, but it's it's tough because I think there's gonna be a mid major in there. I'll just say that. Can I say that that is my third? Is there gonna be like a mid major? Like a there's gonna be an, a twelve seat in it this year. Mm, okay yeah all right we'll say that 12 seed's gonna be in it and then let's see
1: (laughs) Hmm. i I know you're not gonna put purdue on there
0: fuck no arizona i'm gonna put arizona in there they were uh highly ranked last year sean miller's still the coach there that i don't get fired
1: he got into like some hot water he did Anyways, while you look that up, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. My four.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna say mid-major, twelve seed, Arizona, um, Kansas, and UConn.
1: That's my final four right now. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Houston. Okay. Like Kelvin Sampson. Oh yeah. He's yeah. He, he's in it to win it, baby. Whatever it takes. Uh. So yeah, I'll go Houston. I'll go. Um. Uh, I'll go Duke. That's that's a cop out a little bit. Um...
0: I mean, I picked Kansas, so...
1: Yeah. I'm going to say... Hmm... Bama? I think they can do it. So, obviously... They, they They returned some guys?
0: Yeah, they did. Obviously, Brandon left. Um... But yeah, I was I was kind of looking at them because I'm think I was trying to think of teams that uh, have had success last year but are bouncing back like Marquette. I think they were bouncing the Sweet Sixteen, maybe or yeah, Sweet Sixteen. But they're all the way ranked at I think fifth or sixth now. So I mean, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun year. Alabama? No, sorry, Marquette. Marquette. But sorry. Bama, yeah. I mean, they were ranked high and then you know got bounced, but. Yeah. I think they returned almost everyone
1: but Brandon. And and my fourth pick, receiving three votes yeah. for the top 25. I'm going my Hoosiers. I'm doing it. Mm. I'm doing it. Yeah, of course you are. We're doing it. Of course. <laughs> Woody's taking us back to the promised land, baby. There you
0: go. So Sean Sean Miller stopped was fired or okay. let go or resigned, yeah. whatever it was um in 2021 tommy lloyd oh, so, is their coach so he now. hasn't been there in a couple years yeah okay. so i i for some reason i knew that he got in hot water but i thought yeah. he, he survived he kind of like cheating and i yeah. think he
1: like survived to the end of the season and then yeah then they all right well yeah. we'll, we'll see how wrong we yeah. are come march yeah that's we'll probably very true. be very wrong but you know one
0: hundred percent. it's never uh never close but i did read I'm not a big major league guy, where like I follow the write ups on people. Yeah. But this one guy wrote an article that was like grading himself on his predictions mm. for ESPN, mm. and he's he was fucking impressive. Damn. Like, I think his first seven predictions of like, like the big four from the Dodgers are gonna out hit the big four from the Padres, and it wasn't even close. This guy, who's a rookie for Arizona, is gonna hit 20 home runs and steal 10 bases, and he hit 25 home runs and or no he, what did he say? It was something like 30 home runs and 20 stolen bases, and he did like 35 and 25, or like something along those lines, and he did that like for seven of his predictions out of like 10. Damn. And I was like, you know what? You've got a job for a reason.
1: You You might be an expert. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy crazy how that works.
0: Um, So we've already kind of talked about the basketball portion. We'll take a pause before we circle back for our final thing
1: on football Mm. and do your fact of the week. Yes. Kobe's catch-all, baby. Yeah.
0: Kobe's catch-all.
1: It's a short one. It's something I I, uh, learned actually yesterday. And I think it's very interesting, and okay. it's kind of you know a useful bit of knowledge if uh, you ever get on this topic. So the United States Secret Service, yeah, right. So what, like, if when I say you know Secret Service, what do you picture? Like a Secret Service agent doing?
0: Yeah, most of the time you picture them protecting the president yeah. or high profile people. Yeah,
1: and especially like in politics yeah. in, in the yeah. in the United States government.
0: And they're not a part of the FBI or CIA, correct? No, correct. Yeah.
1: They are an, they are an independent entity. Um, now they work in conjunction with correct. FBI, yeah. CIA, uh, Homeland Security. I mean they they're part of all the they're part of like uh the terrorist uh, uh like prevention yep. task force or whatever, um, which makes a lot of sense because they deal with. Um, you know, protection of government officials. Yeah. Okay. Do you know why they were started? No. It is. It was not, it had nothing to do with protection.
0: Was it something with the Civil War? No. Okay. There's there something with the Civil War where another one was like something different. Yeah, no. Yeah. The Secret
1: Service was like established sometime in the... Uh, 1800s, I believe. Okay. Late 1800s. Yeah. Um, no, their creation, and actually, the biggest part of what they do today yeah. has to do with um, uh, counterfeit money. Oh. They, their, the Secret Service as a whole, actually, their, their like, biggest part of their day job. Because it's not just in Washington; they're everywhere. Yeah, they have branches across the country. Yeah, and their the main part of their job is like, uh, basically tracking down uh, money counterfeiters. Mm-hmm. Because it was—it's really interesting when they were first established back in whatever year. I can look it up here real quick because it, it kind of adds some value here. Um, but basically, the government was not. The ones who were in charge of printing and issuing the United States dollar.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Private banks were issuing United States currency. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that.
0: That's a little iffy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, the Secret Service um, was founded in 1865 to combat the then widespread counterfeiting of the U.S. currency. Abraham Lincoln created, or well, signed the, the bill to create the Secret Service. Mm. So, basically, counterfeiting was so prevalent back then because, again, these private banks were the ones issuing money, and so the technology, obviously, again, in 1865, wasn't very high, and so it was very easy to produce counterfeit bills, mm-hmm. and especially if you maybe maybe you knew an inside guy at the bank. Maybe he'd throw you... Well, that's
0: what I was just thinking
1: about is... If you own the bank privately, and like you could
0: just go back there yeah. and print you a stack yeah. and then just be like, hey, yeah. like I got money for the night.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the regulations looked like. I'm sure there was probably some, but you know, the Treasury Department was not the ones in charge of yeah. issuing money. Yeah. So um, that is still a main part of their job today. That's crazy. Now, now that you know, the government. The, or the, I shouldn't say the government. The Treasury Department is more in control of that. They have, you know, more technology. They have more manipulations they can do to uh, bills and, and whatnot, um, that it, it's, it's harder to counterfeit. But the other point to this and the other kind of caveat is that, you know, it, it's relatively obvious to see a counterfeit bill. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like here in the States, it's like a lot of times it's, um, you know, it's not like white collar crime. Like you'd imagine, Yeah. you know, these guys aren't just going in saying, Oh, I'm going to counterfeit money. I'm going to make counterfeit money. I'm going to get rich off of, you know, fake bills, blah, blah, blah. It's like blue collar criminals who, you know, drug dealers and, um, you know, drug dealers who are like, Oh, I'm going to make this counterfeit money. I'm going to sell my drugs. And then it's just going to like be more profitable. It's an extra Avenue. They kind of branch yep. out. Um, so that part of like the counterfeit business, if you will, is relatively, I don't want to say cut and dry. Cause it is still like a very long process. Um, and kind of hard to track sometimes mm-hmm. and trace those counterfeit bills. But this guy who was talking, um, brought up a really interesting thing that i never thought of. So there are a lot of countries In this world who use the U.S. dollar
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, as like their main form of currency. And so when you have U.S. dollars across the world and you might have like a rogue nation state who is like, oh, I'm going to invest a lot of money into counterfeiting this U.S. dollar. Yeah. And that's going to make our country. That's going to profit our country. It's going to profit. That person probably. Yeah. Then they have the resources to really counterfeit U.S. dollars. Yeah, like and get really close they, on it because
0: like the dollar is not actually paper. Right. It's right. It's, 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 it's like a, a, it's a
1: cloth fiber. Yeah, fiber. Type thing. Yeah. And so he was talking about this thing called a um, super note, which is prevalent kind of in these rogue states. Who are counterfeiting U.S. dollars? It's like a hundred dollar bill. You would you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference if, um, you were If you were yep. if you weren't an expert, yeah. And so a I lot of if it
0: passes that marker test.
1: I don't know, I don't know, but um, so yeah, I just kind of thought that was really interesting. They also the Secret Service also is involved in um, they also deal with like bank fraud and stuff. Oh okay. Um. So kind of financial crimes, um,
0: and see, I
1: th- I thought all that was with DEA. Because DEA is the drug. DEA is only if there's drugs involved. A lot of times, a lot of times the Secret Service and DEA will work in conjunction if there's like a suspected drug dealer who's also mm-hmm. counterfeiting money. Okay. So it's like it's like the Secret Service will will kind of take on the counterfeiting part. And then if the person's like a drug dealer or yeah. you know uh, an arms dealer or something, then DEA. Or well, and or I've ITM I've heard of whatever. people
0: that like have the bands of like hundreds at ten thousand yeah. dollars stack, mm-hmm. and they'll put like a thousand dollars, five hundred on each side of it, yep. counterfeits in the middle, yep. and then have that as like all the cash, and obviously that's saving them a lot of money. Um, so yeah, I mean that's interesting because i did not know that about the secret service being yep part of the counterfeit like the, being their main thing yep because i you know. i thought their main thing was protection over government officials whatever throughout yeah. the country
1: and you know you could argue that either one is is more important you know obviously you know if you can't protect the president from assassination attempts like that's pretty huge yeah. but also if you can't protect against counterfeiting of the u.s dollar that could that can crash the world economy oh yeah because so many countries are so dependent on the value of the u.s dollar if you start seeing you know millions of counterfeit dollars in circulation yeah the value goes down and then the whole world economy is 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 crashing so that kind of pretty much wraps up my my fund my my kobe's catch-all um yeah. you know something that you didn't know now you know
0: <laughs> I knew that they had some uh some relations with all the other different branches. Yeah. But I didn't think that I thought they were kind of like the side piece, kind of assisting with it. Mm. Not really being like their main thing on top of the like bodyguard type yep. system. So going from there, last thing we're gonna talk about is college football. Yep. My boys lost over the weekend. They looked like dog shit. Really? Yep. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, Notre Dame got beat by Clemson. Um, Clemson gave them, I shit you not, in the last four minutes of the game, I think they gave Notre Dame like six possessions. It was like they were, Clemson was like, no, seriously, beat us. Like, seriously, beat <laughs> Help us. Help me. <laughs> let, let us let you win. And, and Notre Dame was like, nah, we're good. Um, <laughs> so they, they didn't fucking win. And Cody like made a comment about it, and I was like, they already had two losses at this yeah. point. It doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, like, no. No. Maybe a New Year's six games now out of the question because you've got three losses. But yeah, um, you know it's whatever. They're gonna finish the season strong probably yeah. and be okay. Yeah. But just not obviously as highly ranked now. Um, and then you had, uh, USC's quarterback Caleb Williams has been the talk of, you know, the town. Just. The Heisman How, race? N- no, it's not even that. It's the what he did after the game, after losing the other day. Oh, bro,
1: see, I'm so out on this
0: bullshit. See, exactly. God. He went over, hugged his mom. You could see he was smiling at first. I think she said something to him that set him off, and then she covered his face, and you could tell he was crying, and so many people are against this. And like, he's the man, he's the leader, oh and I'm God. like...
1: I get it. That's toxic masculinity. 100%. And that's where
0: where I'm at is because I'm like, I get what you're trying to say is like, you can't have this dude who's losing a game go, and it's like, yeah, but you can tell he cares. And his mom, like, we all have a soft spot for our moms. We're all mama boys uh, for the most part. And it's like, good on her for being a good mom. But, like, I don't think that takes anything away from... His character or no. his his leadership, no. I think the the comments that if they're true comments from him of, I only want to play for these teams and I want part ownership and a NFL team when I'm drafted all this shit, then yeah
1: that's more telling than a guy crying to his mom after losing a yeah, game. Dude, I'm so out. I, I I forgot about this until you brought it up, man. First of all, Dan Dockich, fuck you. He's second of all he was railing on him. Oh, well, this is what's wrong with with America, blah blah blah, blah. I'm like, dude. I, the
0: what? dude's already I,
1: worth more than you at his fucking and, age. And how old is he? What, twenty? Uh, twenty year olds can fucking cry after a fucking football game if they want. Yeah, Eighty five year olds can cry. Yeah. Six, I mean it doesn't who cares? It doesn't take away anything from his football ability if he cries after a fucking losing and a also,
0: game. And also, I'm sure he's just disappointed in general. Yeah. Because they had yes. hopes of being in the playoffs this year. Yeah. And they're now three or four losses deep. Yeah. And it's like, now granted, they've had a gauntlet of a schedule where they went like Oregon, Notre Dame, Washington. Yeah. Like, fuck. So it's, it's one of those things where people are, or Utah I think was in there too. Yeah. And it's like. Give him a break. He might just be frustrated. His mom said yeah. something. His his season that might be his last. at UFC is yeah. not painting out the way he wants it to. Whatever. Um, I'm so
1: out on this, but that. But it's
0: bullshit. so it's so comical because we see so much about like um, be comfortable in your own skin. Everyone love each other. Yeah. Be okay. Women power. Uh, you know all this shit. And then, as soon as and like they they are like, yeah, we we care about men and yeah. support them too. But then, as soon as something like this happens, you see the toxicity of them being like, no, you can't be like that. You can't show your 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 crying.
1: And also, like, why? Who cares? Right? Why? Right. Why do people? Why is care? this such
0: out of like talk about his on-field success or huh? not success against tough games? Talk about that. Don't talk about him crying to his mom lowering his draft stock. Get the fuck out of here yeah, with that. No, that's um, and and that's what like I cracked a joke because Coop started crying one the other day. he <laughs> bonked his head. And, and I was like, Coop, stop crying. We don't cry in this house. You're household. a man. <laughs> You're supposed to bottle your emotions up and bury them deep down, and, and no then, one's ever supposed to know about And let it them.
1: affect the rest of your life exactly. and fuck you up
0: mentally Exactly. Forever. And Julia's like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, is it, though? Because <laughs> it kind of feels like that's how how life is for men, because it's <laughs> it's just one of those things of life. Yeah. But yeah, 100%, you could see the toxic masculinity yeah. um, in the negative way. Sorry. The toxic masculinity towards men that is expected of them. Because toxic masculinity, most of the time when people talk about it, is like, oh, I'm the man of the house. My woman's supposed to be home cooking for me, have a sandwich ready for me. That's like their toxic masculinity. This part of it is more like the expectation of masculinity, which is toxic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll wrap up with one last thing, our final prediction. Uh, Playoffs for I, football.
1: I have, I have one more thing to say. Oh. I'm so back in on IU football. Man. Oh my god. I'm so back. We are so back. We're going to fucking walk in to Illinois Fake Ass Memorial Stadium. We're going to win on Saturday. We're going to come home for Senior Day on whatever day that is against Michigan State. Next week, we're going to beat bad. we're going to beat them. We're going to get the brass spittoon. I think we might have it, but we're going to we're going to own the Brass spittoon, Yep. The the trophy that we play for that I think is ridiculous, but and then, but, walk and then we're going to walk in to the state dump and put up a 50 burger on Purdue and we are going to go to a fucking bowl game. And, and, and gonna Tom Allen's going to get still still be the coach and we're going to struggle for the next 3 years, but I'm back in on this season. There you go.
0: You got the hope
1: back in. I'm um, top of the triangle, yep, baby. Top, of the, top triangle. of the triangle. I am. Uh, Realistically, those are all those are all winnable games. They are. Realistically, yeah.
0: Purdue at the beginning of the year, the fans were were laughable because they were like, "Oh, well, I can't wait to have Notre Dame back on the schedule." Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch IU and we're gonna stomp them. We're gonna do this and then they've had a very, very below average subpar year. Yeah, they've and won like three games. Yeah. Right? yeah. And and they're they've still got like someone major on their schedule, I think. IU. other than that. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh it's interesting to see them talk now and be like, Well, I don't know who's gonna win that
1: IU or Purdue game. It will be a good game, I'm sure. It always is. Um but yeah, they're
0: already ineligible for a bowl. They're two and seven. Oh yeah, they're
1: two and seven.
0: Oh no, they've got they had Michigan this weekend, is who I was thinking about right. this past weekend. So they've got Minnesota who's, who's not bad. No. They've got Northwestern who's four and five, and then yep. they've got IU. So yep. yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um football though, for overall top rankings, who's gonna finish in the playoffs. I think I think Michigan's gonna be there. Unless they all of a sudden get cut out from all this sign stealing. Um, I think Washington's going to sneak in because Ohio State or Georgia's going to lose. One of those two are going to lose and bounce. Um, I think it's going to be Ohio State, but we'll see. And then Florida State's going to be in there. So there's three for me. Because I looked at the rest of Florida State's schedule. I don't see anyone in the ACC that's going to challenge them. Yeah. Um, And then my last one, Notre Dame. They're going to get in. Everyone else is going to lose three games in their last four, (laughs) and they're going to be right back in. (laughs) And I'll be sitting here at the end of the year having the same speech Kobe just said. (laughs) We're
1: back. We're back, baby. Alabama's next. We want Bama, (laughs) baby.
0: No, I think uh, realistically I think it's going to be Michigan, Florida State, Washington, And then I'm kind of circling that Oregon-Washington as well of who's going to survive that in the Uh Pac-12 championship because I think that'll tell a lot. Um, But Georgia, and I'm going to say Alabama, they're sitting at eight. Uh They're kind of coasting right now. But if they can make it to the SEC championship game and play Georgia and they beat Georgia and they're a one-loss SEC champion – one hundred percent, they're in, and they're Bama. Yeah, they're fucking Bama. They're one of the biggest brands in the world. Like it's, they're gonna be in. So yeah, I'm gonna say, winner of Georgia Bama, Michigan, Florida State, and then, fuck winner of Wa- No, I'm just gonna say Washington. I I like their I like their uh, they're rolling. We'll yeah. just say that they're rolling.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Washington, Ohio State, Georgia. Florida State,
0: Florida State,
1: yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and then I think Washington wins it all. Nice, go Penix, go penis, baby. Um, and he's gonna win the Heisman. Yeah,
0: he's definitely gonna. I think he's definitely gonna win the Heisman yeah. at this point. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Florida State, the college football playoff rankings every year. I want to <laughs> listen in on the committee because it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think the committee. Conversation should be televised. Mm. Like they don't have no one can cut in, no news reporter cut in and be like, hey, um, excuse me, Billy Pop, why why did you No, just televise them having the conversation yeah. because it's very interesting to see their thought process because they showed a stat last week that Ohio State has has been rewarded for having two big wins yeah. with Notre Dame and Penn State. And then Georgia has been very subpar with not a great strength of record or strength of schedule. And then Michigan's even worse than them when it comes to strength of record and strength of schedule because they played nobody in the fucking West so far. Um, well, yes, they've played a lot of West teams, I should say. They have Ohio State coming up. Who else do they have? Yeah, so this is where Michigan proves themselves. They have Penn State, um, Maryland, who's not terrible. They're five and four, yeah. and then they have Ohio State to finish the year. Yeah, so they've played Purdue, Michigan State, IU, Minnesota, Nebraska, Rutgers, Bowling Green, UNLV, East Carolina. Cake. Fucking cake. Cakewalk. Georgia has played UT Martin, Ball, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, Auburn, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Florida, Missouri. And then they've got Ole Miss, Tennessee, Georgia Tech. So Ole Miss and Tennessee are going to be very good games. Yep. Missouri was a tough game for them. Florida's not great. They're they're still above average. And Kentucky, not great above average. Yeah. So Florida State, though, has beaten LSU uh, by 21. Uh-huh. They beat Clemson granted overtime still a win still a win and then they beat duke who is another top 25 team yeah. yep and they they're they're getting disrespected at 4 and it's like I don't know what their thought process is because you're supposed to be going off of how they've played so far yep and the eye test plus their their strength of record and schedule yep and florida state's proven that so it's it's very interesting to see how that plays out um, but I'm looking at the rest of Florida State schedule, and I don't know who their final game of the year is. Normally, uh, yeah, it's normally a rival. Yeah, Florida. Florida, yeah. So they got Miami next, North Alabama, Florida. ACC championship will be Florida, Louisville, which Louisville's top uh, number eleven. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a tough game, and that'll be kind of I think the the nail, the nail, the hammering of the nail for them to say like yes we're in in, if they win that so i don't know it's just for me it's one of those things where just kind of annoying to see their thought process of the committee and i also don't like that the committee can have now granted everyone's got connections to college yeah if you went to a fucking college but like this person's an ad at ohio state or whatever it is yeah And i'm like that's fucked they should not be involved in this like Call up some mid majors and be like UT Martin's a- AD is is in this yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, So I don't know.
1: Hmm.
0: Or fan vote it. No, that that'd be awful. That'd Be a bad idea. Notre Dame, Alabama, and yeah, whoever else would be in it every year. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan, yeah, Ohio, Ohio State. State, yeah. Um, Fuck. But no, so yeah, we'll see how the rest of it plays out. But that's our prediction for this. And then we kind of circle back on in March. For basketball, we'll so back on this and see if we're crazy, if we're way off, what all has happened. I'm sure we'll be way off. Yeah, I'm sure. That's basketball, way harder to predict yeah, than. 100%. Because yeah. right now, we've already been through nine or ten weeks of football. Yeah. We know how these teams are going to play Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, we can kind of go from there. So thank you all for joining. I think that wraps up for this pod. Um, As always, like and subscribe and listen to us on all major platforms. Uh, Follow us on Threads, X, and Instagram. And thank you and have a good night. Cheers. Cheers.